Welcome to Ridge Ridge Outdoors Podcast. Based out of Southern California, we talk everything from hunting, camping, tips and tactics to help our fellow hunters find success. This podcast is brought to you by Victory Archery, the carbon arrow experts. Alrighty guys, thanks for coming into another one of these. Uh, me and John were just kicking back once again, recording more more yeah. content, trying to Sun- do it. Sunday morning? Yeah. We're recording this one? Little, Sunday morning? A little hot right now. It's not bad. It ain't. I took a nice shower after my run, so. Yeah, no, I I was supposed to run this morning. It didn't happen. I oh. ate a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a burrito. You're working backwards. Yeah, well, it is what it is. I'll run tonight, you know, get it in. But, hey, real quick, man, we got to give a big shout-out to our buddies over at schoutdoors.com. They, uh, to be completely honest with you guys, those guys have had my back since I started this podcast and have continued to be a partner with us. Um, they're, they're the largest Southern California hunting forum out there on the net right now. It's a great uh, opportunity for young, young new hunters to uh, get into the, the community and, and learn and ask questions. Um, they, keep it, they keep it real there, man. They, they keep all the banter uh, to a minimum. You know, if it's not educational, it's, it's pretty much cut. So just make sure you guys uh, <clears throat> go over there and, and log in and, and do your thing. Also, man, we want to give a, a big shout out to Archer Geeks Custom Strings. Go over there, our boy Evan. He'll give you a discount, fifteen percent, if you use the promo code Ridge fifteen. Yep. It's uh, it's almost string season. Yeah, coming up, get your strings ready. I just uh, restrung my bow this morning before uh, Brandon showed up here. I came in at there the was, studio. Yeah, I, I came in. There was there was three arrows in the block, and I went, John. Then things got bullet holes, and he's like, Yep, we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. I just got it strung up and put it back together, and gonna go put about. Oh, hundred arrows through her, and then go run her back her to tune. the yeah, run her back to the press. That's what needs to happen, man. I yeah. need to get our tricky custom strings. Yeah, make sure you do it. Got tons of colors yeah. out there. Like I said, make sure you guys use that promo code Ridge fifteen. He'll make sure he gives you a fifteen percent off discount, and he'll get those strings out to you. Uh, yep, ASAP. If we go back to the SCH Outdoors, it's a great place for new hunters to California to kind of get their feet wet, so to speak. Right. You know, it's uh. It's informative. You know yeah. what, man? I, oh, it's it's you, extremely informative. I've been a part Southern, of yeah. Southern California. You know, it's got information there, and there's people there that will help you out. Absolutely. Um, I've been a I've been a member there for almost nine years, I do believe. And and you know, I I could double check that or whatever. But I'll tell you what: when you're discouraged about hunting, and you're and you're low on like success and you're beat up long seasons you go on there and you find people with success and you look at their pictures and it fires you up dude if you go through those forums and you scroll down you will see year after year after year bucks hitting the ground and it's super cool because typically when someone posts you know big buck down or hey this is my first deer the information that comes out of those stories is priceless and you know what i mean i know they're forums but sometimes it's a better break off of social media you know right it, sit, it is. Know, sit down at the computer. You can just scroll through the forums. You know, you don't have to see a bunch of crap or oh, people, yeah. you know, competing and, with each yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's just, a real friendly it's a, environment. It's there. a nice community. So, you know, it, so check them out, schoutdoors.com. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Make sure you guys check them out and log on and, and uh, <coughs> join the forum. Speaking of schoutdoors.com, we – um. We're going to bring on our buddy. He's actually been my buddy for quite some time, and, and he's been wanting to come on the podcast, Bass and Rob. Uh, that's his that's his SCH Outdoors uh, tag name. And I think it's 
I'm not sure uh, what his Instagram yeah. name is. Yep, Bassin underscore Rob on Instagram. Yep, Bassin underscore Rob on Instagram. I'm going to give him a call right now, so hang tight. We're going to get him on here and discuss some uh This is some where past we uh, insert the Jeopardy music. Yeah. That, oh, that'd be cool. I should load that. But oh, it'd be great. It would be. Let's do it. So, all right. We're calling him? Yeah. All right. There it is. Oh. Give that a little up. Tune that up it a little is, more. It's, it's up. This will be funny. <laughs> they don't answer. Oh, man. Like, we, come on, Robbie. We, we already did the pre-screen on this, too, and this is the funny part. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Let's give him another call. Uh, this is real This is real life, folks. Yeah. Not scripted. No editing. Hello? Rob. <laughs> hey. What's Dude, what happened there? I don't know what happened, man. We, we, it gave us the button. Backtrack. Yeah, backtracking that or backtracking a little bit. That was awesome. Hey, man, real, real quick, Rob, we're we're recording now. Um, I'd already introed you prior to coming in, but uh, let's just go ahead and give yourself a shout out, like who you are, uh, what you're about, and how long you've been hunting San Diego. Right on. Yeah, my name's Rob. Um, been hunting San Diego, I think, since 2012. Right. Um, always had a buddy that come uh come hunting see we fish together all the time and come hunting season he ditched me to go hunting and i couldn't figure out why right and uh got him to take me out and kind of stopped fishing ever since and this is about this is about all i care about now <laughs> oh i know man that's pretty much what happens dude that was exactly how uh i think i've told you this before but that's exactly how i ended up doing it. i was a big time fisherman when when i was younger i didn't really hunt no. and then i you know got my hands wet one time and and said oh man i'm, I'm done with fishing yeah, exactly. It's kind of how it happens, you know? Exactly, yep. Dude, all my buddies, man, my buddies that still fish, they all, you know, they're like, dude, you need to come fishing, you know, the spawn's hot or whatever. And, <laughs> you know, what? it's all funny, you know. It's, it, it's all fun and games. But, man, I don't have any gear anymore. I don't have anything. I'll hop on, like, a three-quarter-day boat once a year now, go get you sick, know? you know, go chase some yellowtail, <laughs> throw up, say, okay, I'm done for the year, you know. And, yeah, that's, uh, that's my one go for a year, yep. Yeah, and other than that, dude, I can't I, – I just – I just wrap my hell up my my head around hunting, and it's all I'm about is hunting. Yeah, that's that's exactly what happened to me, man. Exactly. Yeah, man. Well, listen, dude. You, uh, me and you actually met on the forum, uh, SCH, yep. and uh, yep. we we were talking, and and sure enough, man, we've been out a couple times together and whatnot. But man, you, you're a successful San Diego hunter. You know that? Yeah, yeah. I try to put in the work. Yeah, you do. Kind of you know, though. You know, it is. It is, and. Uh, you know, it doesn't it doesn't hurt that you live in South County and and you're all about it and you know you don't you don't have a a large family holding you back at home so you're able to put that time in you know. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, up until this past year, I've pretty much always taken almost the whole D16 season off work. Right. And uh, that really allowed me to just you know pound the hills every day. Yeah. And, and get it done. Do you think? Well, first off, how's your wife feel about that? You know, she was raised. Her dad wasn't really a hunter. He did a little bit of like pig hunting and uh, like some of the like the farms up in Central California. I mean, they're not like farmed low fence hunts or, any, or high fence hunts or anything, but you know, ton of acreage. And he'd go out and kill a pig every year with my wife's grandpa. Right. But uh, my wife's grandpa was a big time hunter. He's got a couple over thirty inch wide mule deer from Colorado on his walls. Oh man, that's and, awesome. Uh, and I missed this, and I'm bummed. Uh, but right before I met her, he had a garage fire, and he had. 
I don't even know how many D16 bucks, and they all burnt. Oh, did they? Which is devastating, yeah, which is devastating. So I never got to see any of them, but he's a big-time hunter, so we get along great. But uh, she was kind of raised around it, and uh, the good thing also is she, she loves it as well. She's uh, she's just starting to get into it. Last year was kind of her first season, and uh, unfortunately, I had just started a new job, like, during season. Right. And uh, I, just, I got my two done, but I just didn't quite have time to get her done. We went out a few times, and she was working as well, so. Right. Didn't get her done, but she's hooked as well, which is awesome. I mean, she loves going to the 3D archery shoots and stuff, like what uh, Travis puts on. So yes. she's she's into it, and hopefully this year, hopefully this year she uh, she can get it done and hit it hard. I know I'll have some time off this year now. Yeah, uh, for season, so I'm I'm going to be taking at least a week off. Yeah, so. that that's exactly. I at Travis's shoots. Uh, that's where I actually met your wife. That was the first time I'd yeah. ever met her, and she seems super cool and into it, man. So so that's exciting yeah, for you guys. Make sure you keep it a yeah. uh, family tradition, you know, when you guys start popping out little puppies. Exactly. It's awesome, too. So the house, we, I just bought a house now, and uh, we just, um, with everything going on, you know, the whole coronavirus thing, we don't know how our neighbors feel about things. So we didn't want to go knock on doors um, and introduce ourselves, but turns out the neighbor across the street's a, a big-time hunter local. Nice. Um, I think he was telling me yesterday he killed over 43 bucks um, since he's been hunting here. Dang, man. It's a really nice one. So his dog got out came over to our yard and they came and got it and i was like well now we finally get to meet because i had actually kind of heard of him before right we ended up talking for like four hours and uh his wife is a is a big time hunter too so oh, man. yeah haley has got that next especially with me working so much haley has got a new uh, hunting partner as well so yeah they were super cool we talked for hours <laughs> dude that that's awesome man that you know that's a rarity you know to yeah. to move into a new neighborhood and, and have your neighbor be a hardcore hunter you know that that and yep. especially a local hunter that that's awesome exactly. man you can be able to get a bunch of insight out of that man yeah, and then right up the street we got another guy who I haven't talked to. I talked to his wife a little bit. I haven't t- seen him yet, but he's got elk, giant mule deer racks all throughout his yard, like piled up around his mailbox. So he's gonna be a good neighbor to have too. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, dude, you you like moved right into, you know, if if you were to say, hey, Brandon, where where do you think that these neighbors would live? I would pinpoint yeah. it in your neighborhood. Yeah. You know, it's yep. not it's not like you live, you know, in the Hillcrest. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there's there's a lot of good hunters out here, uh, and it, it's funny. A lot of the guys that I know that are big hunters out here, they're not. People don't know about them. They're not. Yeah. No social media. Dude, no. It's like crazy. I could say a couple names, and you'd never have heard of them. And right. I guarantee you, they've killed bigger bucks than pretty Majority. much anyone that we really know. Yeah, in San you, Diego. And you know what's crazy? I was talking to uh, John NBK, uh, SEH's uh-huh. owner. I was talking yeah. him, to him, and uh, a few weeks ago, and he was saying like we were talking, and I told him, dude, there's a lot of like a lot of quiet killers here that just want no recognition. There, there they, they hunt for themselves. They don't care yep. about social media. They don't care about any of that. And they're just a yep. wealth of knowledge. And, and getting a guy like that or guys like that on the podcast is, is hard to do, even though I would love to do it. It's just hard yeah. to do it because they're already out of the limelight. The last thing they want to do is bring that type of recognition to themselves, you know? Exactly. I know two guys that live within 15, 20 minutes of me who've killed probably, and I don't want to say their name because just like you said, they're, they like to be under the radar, but they've both killed like probably seven to eight four by fours yeah. in San Diego over their life. And they're older, they're older guys. So they've yeah. been hunting for a long time, but yeah. they get it done and they know, they know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, in, in, it's like trending. If they're older guys, they've been around and, and no discredit at all to those individuals, you know, habitat yeah. changes, you know, fires, good oh, yeah. years, bad years, good antler growth, yeah. bad, you know, so all of that plays a factor. But the fact that they're whacking deer like that is a testament to their skill. Yeah. Every year. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a testament for sure. Well, look, dude, yeah. uh, let, let's dive into you a little bit, man. Um, 
first question, man, real quick. Uh, what do you prefer? You prefer to shoot to hunt with a rifle or a bow? Because I know you just picked up that Rain Seven last year. Like, what what yep. are your what are your thoughts? Like, where do you lie? Like, what do you what are you thinking is your your best method? So last year I killed my first archery buck, and that was and actually it wasn't even the archery buck that, that got me hooked on archery. So my I got two bucks last year. Um, first the D16 and the second with an A22. Right. My D16 buck. Um, Long story short, spotted about a thousand yards. Tried to make multiple stocks to it, um, and just couldn't get an angle that I was close enough. I mean, I'm not gonna, I don't want to shoot, you know, crazy far ranges, especially with some of the, some of the uh, elevation differences we were at and stuff. So, right. um, made multiple attempts. Finally, decided instead of coming at the side, I, I went up the mountain around and tried to come straight down on top of him. Had him at like 300 yards, but I mean, it was straight downhill, and he, I could barely see him, so I just didn't feel like a good shot. So I picked out like full rocks to uh then i figured i could see him from and get a good comfortable shot within within 150 yards right so walking down the mountain get to the first rock can't see anything uh not even close i mean the, just at the, with the way that it had kind of dropped in i just i had no vantage point anymore so i go to the next rock nothing next rock nothing at this point i'm like 75 yards and i start to realize there unless i go back up to where i was i'm not going to be able to see this deer so i just keep going closer and closer and eventually I see, I get to like 30 yards and, uh, I ended up spooking him. And for whatever reason, he decided to, uh, he bolted and he turned around and walked right back at me and I ended up shooting him at like 60 yards. Right. But, uh, just, that was the first time I've gotten that close from like a thousand yard stock. Right. Um, so that, even though I killed obviously him with a rifle, that kind of got me pumped on our tree. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've, every buck I've killed except for my first one last or my second buck last year was always rifle so i'm definitely fond of rifle but i can see myself starting to make the switch right especially just i'm sure you know this just with, with hunting the early in the late season that a22 or the ao gives you with ao uh early and then a22 yeah the later season there's so many opportunities there is where there's no pressure or very little pressure yeah I'm starting to really think that i might i, I i'm not at this point i'm not going to just throw away all the rifle tags and do all our right. I'm not quite there yet, but I can definitely see myself in the future, especially if I uh, continue to practice and, yeah. and uh, if I keep having good experiences like last year, but I can see myself probably eventually switching to all archery just because of the opportunities you get where you don't have to uh, compete, deal with all the pressure. You don't yep. have to compete as much. Um, I've had some issues the last couple of years with my spot is getting blown out. Um, yeah. I thought that I've hunted for a while and disrespectful people. And I mean, it's public land, so it is what it is. But at the same time, some people are just disrespectful, and right. and it makes it rough. So that's another thing that just kind of pushed me towards the uh, towards the archery bug is yeah, kind of having a little more solitude. It, it, well, I'll tell you this: it's like it, you know the fact that you went from a thousand yards to end up shooting that deer at sixty yards. It probably yeah. stoked your I don't know your exactly. you know your inner like predator. You can do it. Like I can get yeah. close and on these animals, you know. And then sixty yeah. yards is a doable shot if you if you practice and you're in your uh, decent archery. You know, if you practice yeah. makes perfect. You know, put it this way: I always equate it to this. If you're shooting six hundred yards, or if you shoot sixty yards with a bow, that's the equivalent of shooting six hundred yards with a rifle. So every hundred yards. Yeah is a 10 yard increment with a bow. That's kind of how I equate it. You know, if you shoot 50 yards, yeah. that's like a 500 yard shot. That's a poke, man. That is a yeah, poke with yeah, a bow. It is. 
So, you know, in, in 60 yard shots are doable without a doubt. Gets done all the time. You just got to practice. You got to be the, that's the thing. The pirate. Practice consistently yeah. practice. You, you just got to be proficient and, and own your trade, you know, own your craft. That that's like yeah. one of John's biggest things. He, he, uh, he likes that aspect of bow hunting, like the, the stock, yeah. the actual, John says he likes to look it in the eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm here, Rob. So, oh, right on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've just been listening to this, and it's yeah. You have to become the predator. Yeah, and definitely, it, it's a whole different dynamic. Archery oh, yeah. hunting is it's, it's totally different. It is. It's, it's a it's a beautiful thing. When it, is, get, it is. It is. It it sounds a little sadistic the way that I put it sometimes, but yeah, I like to look right into the soul. Right. Yep. <laughs> John, yep. John's a, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. John's a, uh, uh, what, what do they call that? God, I'm skipping the word. It's, uh, not a psychopath, but, uh, <laughs> sociopath? yeah, sociopath. That's what John is. I think. There we go. <laughs> no, I just, I just, you know, I, I know when it's time to turn the switch on. Right. Well, listen, we're all predators. We're forward-facing predators. Anyone that uh, doesn't accept that, if they just want to look at their meat when they buy it instead of going and actually harvesting it and being part of it, yeah. to each their own. I'm not going to bash them. You know, we all have our own thoughts on it. But the reality is, yeah. is someone has to kill it, right? And oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're if to be proficient at it, you have to hit that switch and you have to get into that mode. Well, then so be it. Yep. You know, I'm not going to yep. bash on nobody about that. I think it's a uh, an ethical thing to do if that's it how is. you have to get it you, done. You've seen oh, me uh, after yeah. my eyes. Uh, yeah, John's like <laughs> the, the eyes. My eyes lit up, and I'm like, "What'd you just see?" I'm like, yeah, "You just should have seen what I saw." <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's uh you know it's awesome, man, that you were able to close the distance and and then you were able to take your bow in that A22 late season and and get it done as well. It's, it's yeah, so, I'm it's big time so looking forward to this year's A22. It's just so fun to get up on these deer, regardless yeah. of killing them or not killing them. Mm -hmm. It's just fun to oh, get yeah. up on them. Yeah, it makes my every oh, time yeah. I see when I got my bow in my hand, dude, and I see deer, my my pulse just and it's it's like the excitement, you know. People call it buck fever, you know, whatever you want to call it, man. It's excitement. Oh, I get it so bad. I, it's, dude, it's bad. I, I love it. I love it. It's like what I else does so that, bad. you know? Any anymore? Yeah. I feel like it. Mine like slows down. I think now you just kind of focus in. It just goes. I need to get to that point. <laughs> well, my gets... wife makes, she was actually making fun of me yesterday. That like I said, I was talking to that new neighbor yesterday, and uh, last season, early season, I think it was probably opening day of archery, uh, the early archery season. My wife and I were in a blind, and uh, a doe walked by at like probably eighteen yards, and my wife is all pumped up, not shaking at all, like in the zone, and I'm like, she looked over me. I'm shaking like a little girl. I mean, it's pitiful, yeah. but like, I just get so excited. I mean, I just, I live for this. And, uh, yeah, yeah she was, she was is, making fun of me. Uh, it's exciting. <laughs> it is yep. exciting. It's, uh, not even, didn't even have any intention to shoot a doe that early in the season. And I still got doe fever, I guess you can call it now. <laughs> it's awesome. But, it's yeah. You know? It's just, I don't even know how to explain it. I guess as long as you still get excited for it, you know, that, I mean, it's just, that makes it worthwhile. Right. It's, it, it puts all it those long hikes, all those hard pack outs, all of the, the, the struggles that you go through to get that opportunity. That's what it's, that's what makes it worth it. You know? No, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. You do kind of learn how to adjust the excitement level. You know, um, mm -hmm. you can calm yourself down. Right. Just, you know, kind of like remember your training, you know, like on a rifle, you know, just, you know, hold your breath, squeeze your trigger, you know, right. just relax. Yeah. You can do the same, you know, it's just. 
talking yourself down. Right. And that, that's why definitely. shooting, dude. That's why shooting your bow is so important. That is, oh. you know, it's, it's muscle memory. You want to be able to not have to think about shooting your bow to make that shot, right? I mean, you, you oh, need yeah. to run through it, and, and a lot of guys will they'll run through the steps to make sure that they're doing everything right in that moment. But, I yeah. mean, there's no way that everybody that's been killing for any amount of time, you know, just doesn't let muscle memory take well, over. Yeah, a lot of it. Does end up being yeah. instinctual too. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. mean instinctual, you, you know. So I mean, you know where to hold. You know where to hold that bow. Where to point it. You know. You know where to point that rifle yeah. barrel. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it. It's just, it just that. It just happens. Yeah. It's awesome though, dude. That you're able to figure it out. You're starting to transition into bow hunting. That being said, dude, uh, that late season hunt you did. It was a little bit of. Uh, it was. It was pretty well known, man. It was all over, um, the form and whatnot, but. Uh, Go ahead and talk talk about that a little bit, dude. Yeah, that was a that was a heartbreaker. I um, like I said, first I think this is my first A twenty two tag. I never up until last season I never wanted to commit to that A twenty two tag just because I always wanted to make sure that I got the D sixteen. Right. Um. So I think I think when I first started hunting, I I did get an AO tag. And that's one of the few tags that I really never filled. That right. was I think probably my first season. And at that time, I didn't know that it was possible to get two D sixteen. Um. If obviously if there's some left over. So uh, after that point, I mostly did two D16s. Um, I think one year I wasn't able to get another D16, so I got an AO. Um, but I never, I'd always wanted the A22. I just never wanted to commit enough to say, like, if I don't get the D16, that's fine. I'm going to commit to that A22. So last year I finally did it, um, filled my D16 tag, hunted A22 quite a bit. I just, like I said earlier, started a new job. So right. I was no time off. I mean, there's no <laughs> no reason, no, no nothing that I, that I could take a day off for or, or take off early or anything like that. So I basically just had to do what I could, but, uh, went out one afternoon, walked into the spot and, uh, spotted a buck at, uh, he's probably about 150 yards or so. And, uh, the buck had an idea something was going on for sure. So I kind of snuck up to just about, I think it was a uh, 62 or 63 yards. And, uh, he was, he was looking at me. He knew something was up. So, uh, drew back, released, heard the thwack I, I i knew that i hit him i could hear it um felt like a good shot but first time drawing back oh i have actually drawn back on bucks before but first time i think releasing an arrow really on a buck with a with a bow and um the nerves were definitely there but uh i let it sit for I think about a half hour or so and then uh walked over to, to find blood arrow whatever and uh i found didn't find the arrow at first, actually. I found a drop of blood probably, um, I think it was about 45 yards away or so from where I had hit him. Um, and it was just one drop of blood. So uh, I figured, you know, he wasn't hit very good. But uh, unfortunately, that night, um, I had to work the next day. Um, and then that night, it was supposed to just straight downpour. Uh, right. We had a big rainstorm coming in. Didn't want to lose the track. But I also didn't want to lose the deer. Right. So I was kind of, and I didn't have all night. It's not like I could, you know, leave him and then come back in a few hours, really. So right. I actually did. I, I left him for, I think, two hours or so and came back and started looking. And first, I hardly found any blood. Um, I actually did backtrack and I found the arrow, and the arrow had some blood, but it also had some guts on it. So I hit him a little far back. Right. Um, so I think my wife and I, hands and knees, crawled for, it must have been three, four hours. And, uh, good amount of blood it would actually go from blood for maybe you know 50 yards or so to guts for 50 yards or so like piles of guts piles and then blood again yeah piles like, like it was like, come like 
it was pouring out of them. Hey, <laughs> way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't mean so the piles, laugh. Yeah. Piles of guts and then blood and then guts and then blood. And um, eventually it kind of just lost track. And I, it was like just doing circles and circles and circles. Um, by that time, it was like probably almost 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night. And I had to work at like 5 a.m. So right. um, called it a night, went to work. The second I got off work, I didn't even go home or anything. I, I went straight there, and uh, I found him within, like, 15 minutes. Right. Like, basically, I was just going to kind of grid the area. So I started at the top, which I had not actually – I didn't even look there because there was no blood or any sign even going in that direction. So I just started at the top, and I was just going to zigzag the whole entire area. And my first zig of the zigzags, I found him laying there with nothing. No meat, no – I think there was, like, a piece of a lung – inside the chest cavity but i mean there was literally not a drop of meat on them coyotes well, i would assume coyotes picked him clean right i saw the picture so dude. yeah nothing left man i mean it, it, it almost looked like a really good butcher came and cleaned the meat i mean there was nothing left it was crazy it, it, it was looked nuts. like it was cut off almost it was it was insane it was it was like dude i mean the back strap was pulled off the spine yep. like, dude it was clean man yeah John, yeah. John yeah, actually has the picture up right yeah, now. Got the picture on Instagram, and it's just like yep. Jesus, dude. It's it's gnarly yep. how how crazy they picked that thing clean. Like you wouldn't think yeah. that they would, but I, I mean, maybe yeah, a big I, pack I've, of coyotes. You I've know? never had that experience of the carcass getting attacked or you know taken out like the day after. Well, not to but, say but that that's it my wouldn't own, happen. That's all my yeah. personal experience. Yeah, and this so, is like my yeah. thought on but that's it. That's just crazy. If that, I mean, if if you. If you shot that deer in a high coyote population but or area, you know. He was showing he was wounded, too. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, dropping yeah. dropping guts everywhere. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And I, and I think I was pushing him, too. So I think that's why I eventually had to pull out. That's Because um, I think he was still, he was wounded. I hit him too far back, obviously. And that's another thing that I was disappointed with is, I mean, when you mess up, you want to know what you messed up on. Right. Obviously, I hit him far back, but right. you want to know what you did so you can fix that. Obviously, I need to work on uh, on the shot. I needed to work on nerves, whatever it may be. But there was nothing left. No, there was nothing. So I don't even. On, I mean, there's no way for me to even tell where I hit him exactly. You know. Right. Well, don't beat uh, yourself up too bad. You did recover what was left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did recover. He, well, so and you tagged it, dude. You recovered and oh, yeah, tagged, tagged it, it. and yep. it's like, well, predators ate it, so it wasn't like it was. Right. technically wasted you did do what you, you were know. supposed to do yeah and yeah, so and there's no harm no foul it just sucks so yeah just it get... happens i mean they, they say it happens to everyone eventually so oh, yeah hopefully that's oh the yeah time, I, but, you, know, you, you know, know i i laid a deer open a couple years ago shot him low and uh all it did was cut his belly open and i lost him yeah Yep. Brandon was yeah, there. Yeah, it happened. Yeah, that, that <laughs> yeah, was. The thing was. Hold on, Rob. Was, Rob, real was. quick. I just want to clarify something real quick. Uh, <laughs> me and John, we're hunting in that same forky. I tell John, as soon as he clears the tree, I'm going to shoot him. I'm so focused on this deer. I hear. <laughs> <laughs> he was already drawn. And Anyways, all right, continue. <laughs> so, uh. Um, it was the, the, I, I knew there was a lot of coyotes in the area. I've heard them there before. Right. Um, but like I said, it was a downpour and it did not, it was still raining. I believe when I found them, if I remember right. Um, no, it was. So well, the picture looks wet. At all. It yeah, looks it wet. very wet. It didn't stop raining at all. Um, and it, and it wasn't a light rain. It was a downpour and it was less than 24 hours. And I kind of figured that was a saving grace. And even though I didn't, like I said, no, there's obviously predators in the area. There's way too many predators in all of San Diego, but I guess that's probably a, 
a topic for another day, but right. uh, I didn't think they eat it like that. I mean, I figured, you know, maybe some chew marks, you know, maybe a leg or two missing. Yeah. I would have never in a million years dreamed that it would have been picked clean like that. Dude, Even if it was eaten mostly, yeah. I would have never dreamed it would have been something like, like that. Like, I would always think, like, the ass end would be eaten out. Maybe the internals exactly. would be pulled out of it, you know, the liver, exactly. and all that good stuff gone. But, dude, that yep. thing, it, and that's why I think, like, a pack got it, because that thing was yeah, pulled. Yeah. It was missing two limbs, well, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, got it, it, it ran around a little bit, too, and so. Yeah. <clears throat> It was alive for quite a while, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, attracted yeah. all kinds of predators. Yes, I, I think that yeah. generally speaking, um, obviously, predators came across it. You, you did what oh, you yeah. could do. Uh, you came back. You did the ethical thing. You found it. You tagged it. Then you got yep. the Euro mount, and look at it now, dude. You're telling the story yeah. on Ridge Ridge Outdoors podcast. Yeah, there's a lot of people yeah. that would have just. Gave up. Yeah, they would have said, uh, well, I guess I lost it, you know. But yeah. No. Yeah. It does, you know. Yeah. You went out and tagged it and recovered it. It sucks. Yeah, you know? man. So. I think, it's, I think it's a good thing, dude. Uh, it's admirable. Yeah, it's admirable. And the fact that, you know, some guys look down on telling telling the story about that stuff. and Or not look down, but they just kind of keep it. But it's good that you, you tell that stuff because, yep. you know, ultimately it's a – it's good to get that information out there that, dude, this does happen and it is a real thing. Like – you know, everybody, you know makes, I mean? everybody makes mistakes. Everybody, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't mean you didn't learn from it. It just made you a better hunter out of it, right? I mean, granted, yeah. Yeah. you know, you didn't get to enjoy the meat off that thing, but, you know, yeah. nothing nothing goes to waste in Mother Nature, right? Yeah, very true. So, dude, nothing what— got to eat it for sure. Yeah, listen up, dude, real quick, man. Um, What do you got going on this year? You got any special plans or anything? Um, Not— Nothing huge. Um, after last year doing that that over the counter archery in Arizona, I was kind of planning on doing that every year from now on. But just buying a house and all that kind of put the uh, the out of state hunts on the back burner for this year. Right. Um, I think I haven't even applied yet this year, honestly. Just with everything going on, I'm kind of concerned that what if they don't let us go hunt or they don't refund our money or something like that. So I'm kind of holding off right now. Right. But I'm pretty sure what I'm going to do is uh, apply for X12. I don't have very many points, so I probably won't get it, but, but, uh, put my wife in an, and I in for it. Right. And, uh, assuming, like I said, I only have, I think three points, so it's okay. pretty unlikely, but if I were to draw that, that'd be awesome. I've been vacationing up there since I was a little kid. Right. Um, so I love it up there, but uh, if I don't draw that, probably going to do a 22 and D 16 again. Right. Well, those are, those are definitely good tags. Uh, D 16 is over the counter right now. So if you just put in for your first deer tag, you can go and yeah. just go grab your eight or your D sixteen straight over the counter. So don't even or you could buy it and they'll ship it to you. whatever, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we haven't gone over the the draw system here in California. I think we'll probably do a podcast on that here sooner rather than later because, you know, obviously it is time to apply in California. Well that's a lot of we a lot of people don't know about that. Yeah, we, we talked like very, very vaguely about it, but the actual in depth about it, because the regs are kinda like the way with the restricted, unrestricted, and premium tags is kind of confusing. Yeah. So we'll probably dive into that probably sometime this week or something so we can get that out sooner rather than later just because it's there's guys that need to know. I mean, I see it on the forum, oh, SCH. Definitely. I see it all the time. Like, hey, how do we apply for California? Or I'm confused about this, so maybe we'll be able to just direct people to the podcast and say, look, this is like a, a an audio version of how to apply in California. Yeah, that would be awesome because, I mean, I up until – probably two or three years ago, I didn't know anything about the point system. So, I mean, that's 
four or five years, four years probably of, of me not having any points that I just right. didn't even know that I was a thing, you know? I yeah. mean, I got into hunting with a buddy that, I mean, he hunted local and right. uh, I think he hunts, he hunts D12, but other than that, that's about it. Yeah. And uh, he didn't really build points up and I, none of my family really hunts as far as my parents or anything. Right. So I didn't know anything about that, especially building, building points in other states and, and you know, the benefits and especially as a minor, you can do that for pretty cheap and get some pretty awesome hunts. Oh yeah, dude, if you're, so, cause I don't know what the youngest age is in, in California that you can hunt. I think it's 12, 12. 12. Yeah. So I, I, my little brother was 12 last year and I got him his first spot. Yeah. So two, two seasons ago, if you put in for a junior every year that they have the license, so 12, they can have six, seven points. By the time they turn, to, by the time they get their license for seventeen or eighteen years old, and they can hunt those apprentice hunts. If you look on yeah. Go Hunt, dude, that J twelve tag up there in Round Valley, it's that late season uh-huh. tag. It's like December. If you yeah. look at that, I think it's damn near a good shot. I think it, I don't know. I don't want to quote and do all yeah, that, yeah, but yeah, everybody yeah. should look at it. But dude, you have a dang good shot at drawing that with six points. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, this year they lowered the the youth age, I believe, from. Either eighteen to seventeen or seventeen to sixteen. I don't oh, know yeah. what it was you know before. what? Yeah. I, I they, do remember. They lowered that. it to sixteen. Yeah, which sucks because that screwed a lot of kids out of you know out of, oh, yeah. out of out of their points. Guys that maybe they were they were going to be max hold, max point holders this year, and now they're adults. Which that sucks. They did that. I don't know if but, those points transfer over to your adult though. I'm sure they do, but I bet you they do. Five I hope points they do. would get you a pretty rad hunt as an apprentice or as a, as a junior, youth. whereas oh, five yeah. points isn't going to get you. The G3s, no. like the, I don't know, maybe it is the J12. Um, yeah, that's that the round G3 valley. version of the apprentice. Yeah, the G3 version of the of the apprentice hunt. They're going to need, you know, I think what is it? I think max points is 17 in California yeah, right now. It's it's so, up there. So if they only, if they're coming from five points in the, in the, in the youth to being able to draw pretty much anything they want right. to five points in the adults, they're not going to get anything. I mean, they can still get some cool X12 or X hunts and stuff. But, yeah. Still, it it, it kind of sucks that they swindled those kids out of that. But well, put it this way, dude: if you have max California points, for you. yeah, if you have max points and you put in for um that G three hunt, dude, it's like a one or two percent chance of drawing it with yeah. max yeah. points. So, yeah. I mean, it's nuts. So you could go into it with however many points you want, and I mean, it's still a, a dice roll, bro. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty crazy. Yep. Well, that that's cool, man. At least you know you you bought a house. Congratulations on that, you know. And in thank you. Yep. You know, you're going to continue to be successful in San Diego. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe you will get that Arizona tag. Uh, you, maybe you hunt January next year on next year's license. Who knows, That's man? That's the plan. That's yeah. the plan. And, you know, go from there. But, dude, right on, man. We appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, John, you got anything else for Rob? Uh, if you want to give yourself a shout-out, Rob. Yeah, any of your, your plugs you want to do? Yeah, anything special you want to tell people? Yeah, um, Bass and Rob on uh, Instagram. It's B-A-S-S-I-N underscore Rob. Right on. Um, yeah, if anyone, I, I have a lot of new guys that always kind of hit me up for uh, for advice and questions and stuff like that. I love helping out new guys. So if anyone's got any questions or anything, feel free to, to message me and um, hit me up if you ever see me in the field or anything like that or at the 3D shoot. So I'm just going to try to hit as many as I can this season. Absolutely. What's your uh, SCH Outdoors uh, tag name? Bass and Rob, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's just Bass and Rob. There's no underscore in it, is there? Either way, you'll find it. My phone keeps me automatically logged in, yeah. Yeah, either way, you guys will see it. If you guys uh, go on there, you'll see him. He posts pretty heavy. If you go backtracking through the threads of last year's hunting season and the previous years, you'll you'll see he's pretty heavily posted on there. So check him out, guys. Uh, Rob, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on. I I wish we could have done this thing in uh, uh, person, but, you know, with all this COVID and and – 
you know, the distance and whatnot between where we're at and you're at, you know, this is probably the most feasible way to do this type of thing. Um, Definitely. Next time we'll do it in person. I look forward to doing it again. Absolutely, man. Maybe we'll do some hunting together this year again. That's the plan. Yep. All right, Rob. Thanks for right calling on, man, in and uh, just uh, stand by for a few moments here. We'll uh, get back to you here. So I'm going to put you on mute okay. real quick. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So that was Bass and Rob. He's got a lot to say. Oh, he's probably, he's still listening. Um, real quick here before we, are we, uh, we calling this one dog or are we going to go a little bit more? Yeah, man. What you got? Well, uh, should we give a little, let's uh, go to our victory arrow. Okay. Yeah, uh, man. Our little Victory Arrow sponsor. Listen, I mean, guys. Little by no means. Listen, if you if you guys are looking for a new set of arrows, make sure you go on there and check out their new arrows. VictoryArchery.com. Um, great arrows. I've been shooting Victory for, I guess, I don't know, the last five, six years. Right. Well, I, I got like into that. them from you. I mean, I was yeah. shooting, like, gold tips for the longest time. Um, and then I started seeing you. Absolutely love them. I mean, I've used other arrows, but these are the arrows I love the best. These are the arrows that keep my family fed. So, <laughs> <laughs> never fails. They have a new one out, the VAP SS. Um, I can't wait to get my hands on I some know. of these. Those are going to be great. Um, from what I'm reading about it, I like what I'm reading. What are you reading, John? Uh, it's the whole stainless steel intertwined with the carbon. I like it. It looks looks good, and it's a point one six six. Point one six six. So it's micro, a micro micro diameter. Yeah. Um, if you like eating deer, <laughs> these are the arrows for you. <laughs> I want I want to definitely <laughs> get my hands on some. So, so without a doubt, I'm going to pick some up. So if you guys are looking for arrows, make sure you guys go check yep. them out. Check also, out Victory Archery. Tell them uh, Ridge to Ridge Outdoors podcast sent you. Uh, check out SCH forums. Uh, SCH Outdoors dot com and uh, Archery Geek Custom Strings on Instagram. Ridge fifteen is the discount code, and Mitch. that's about all we got. That's so it for this one, guys. Thanks here, for tuning in. Here it comes, and uh, it's Sunday. It's hot, so drink We're, water. This will probably post Tuesday. We're out. Pieces.